Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to the PJ Podcast. I'm your host, PJ, and my son, Charlie, is here with me. He's chattering in the background. <laughs> um, oh, I've got to do a quick follow-up because, actually, a couple of things on the agenda today. I want to um, reveal how I actually went along to a women's health physio after chatting to She Moves the other day. It was my kick up the backside. I went this morning, got the full examination, and um, well, things were on the tighter side. Um, that sounds really gross, but like some of my like, muscles and stuff, um, we've got some exercises to do. Everything was all good, and I feel so much better for doing it. So thank you to the She Moves Girls for giving me the motivation to actually go and just get that checkup done. Um, second of all, I really want to quickly acknowledge anyone who has been caught up in the devastation of Cyclone Gabriel here in New Zealand. The damage, the devastation is just unfathomable, to be honest. Um, the stories that are coming out... Uh, ridiculously heartbreaking and while my thoughts and love maybe nothing I did just want to take the time to say you are in my thoughts every day and um it it is not oh my god (laughs) it is not lost on me how lucky I am to still have a home and a family you know it makes you really realize to never ever take things for granted and we're so lucky just the smallest things in life are the most important on to this week's episode, my third part of the agenda. Um, we're decluttering your life. I don't know if it's because I'm 32 now, but tidying up your home and decluttering just turns me on, which is why I am joined by professional home organiser and decluttering coach, Kirsty Ferugia. Um, we talk all things hacks, because I just want things quickly done. I want them easy. And um, we talk about habit stacking, which I found really interesting and I think could be really beneficial uh, to a lot of people listening to the podcast. So I hope you enjoy this week's chat with Kirsty. Kirsty, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I am great. Thanks, PJ, for having me. This is going to be fun. So you are a declutter coach. Is that your official job title? Yes. Some people in my industry call themselves professional organizers and that's what people would know what a professional organizer is, maybe. <laughs> I think Declutter Coach describes what we actually do better because people often go, oh, professional organizer. So do you organize weddings? Do you yeah, organize yeah. offices? <laughs> like, what does that mean? So declutter, I love declutter coach because I love coaching people on how to declutter and organize. How did you get into that in the first place? 
<laughs> How long do we have? <laughs> long time, as long as we need. Awesome. Uh, so I was uh, an accountant and a financial planner and well after having stopped work after having children I had nightmares of having to record my every six minutes so I knew that I didn't actually want to go back we were really very fortunate that I didn't need to go back to work but I probably should have because I had these grand notions of being this amazing mum and loving motherhood and uh, that was not my reality. <laughs> so um, I'd started doing some work for somebody else, like just in financial planning. And then I walked into a store. I'm not sure if you have it in New Zealand, but Howard Storage. No, we don't have it here, I don't think. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Walked in there, picked up their like magazine brochure. And on the front page was an article about a professional organizer and declutter coach. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and so, Changed my life. Yeah, because I'm not a naturally organized person. It is definitely something that I've learnt too with the rub of marriage. And my partner is very definitely neurodiverse now, I understand. Yeah. But at the time, learnt from him how to be more organized and to, and then I got into minimalism and it was super exciting and then found this job and I was like well if I can change then surely anybody can because if I'm the laziest biggest procrastinator on the face of this earth and I'm now less so then surely I can help other people who struggle with this as well and looked around and saw that yes there was people already doing it but there's always work yeah, yeah. and yeah. so said to my husband hey what do you think and he's like he'd been encouraging me to go back to work because he could see uh that it might be good for my mental health and my miss expectations of motherhood wow so that's literally how it started that gives me a lot of hope that you think that anyone anyone can become organized because I would typically associate with not being organized. And I think since you're right, having a baby and since, I don't know, just growing up and uh, I don't know, just life happening, I have this urge to have my shit together more <laughs> because it just feels like everything is just everywhere. My brain is scattered all the time. And life, like every day, it's like, okay, what do we tackle first? How, how do I feel clearer? And I was talking to my partner before I chatted to you today, and it's sort of like, how do you know where to start? Like, when you've got so much to do, how do you prioritize? That is a great question. <laughs> and it totally depends on what it is that you're wanting to tackle. So it depends on if you're wanting to declutter, if you're wanting to organize, or if you're just trying to adult. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to decluttering, then I usually say just start really small and start with whatever your eyes land on or your feet kick first unless you're doing it with somebody else unless you're getting a professional organizer declutter coach in and then you want to go for the big big ticket items or if your partner's on board and you're like right you know let's get grandparents in to babysit or you know like let's figure out how we're going to do this and give it a good chunk of time but if you've only got like 
20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, two minutes, or if you've got like, you know, you never know how long the baby's going to sleep for. Or is Charlie amazing? (laughs) Uh, um, He loves to party at the moment. So, and it's quite unpredictable. And that's the thing, isn't it? Like it's, it's just so hard to know every day what time you're I wish get they off. had a button on them that said <laughs> that you could press and they go yeah sleeping for 20 minutes and you're like awesome <laughs> thanks that's annoying but thank you at least I know I've got 20 minutes instead of like getting to stuck into something and then and you're like oh my god it's, it's the anxiety that takes over because you just feel like you've got this very tiny window and there's a million things to do. And it's like, okay, well, do I do the washing? Do I clean the floor? Do I sort some work stuff? Do I uh, tidy his clothes? Like, I don't know. It's so, it feels so hard to get ahead sometimes. How, how would you advise new mothers with that real feeling of overwhelm and tackling Mm -hmm. that little window? I, think that it can be a discussion that you have with your partner about if something is bothering them as well and having those good conversations and that can be really hard to come by when you are exhausted yeah and when you're already irritated yeah because you've been up in the night so i think it just depends on if you're going to do it alone and you've got complete autonomy or if you want to be serving the whole family and and wanting them to get involved as well. So let's presume that you're too tired to talk to anybody and you just can't, you're just like, all right, then I would be advising to start with things that will make you feel like you have got something achieved personally that makes you happy. So that could be sitting down and reading a book. Mm, I know. (laughs) That can also be frustrating because you're like, yeah, I did some self-care, but now I'm even more frustrated because (laughs) things I've run out of nappies or I've run out of clothes or it's thrown up for the 15th millionth time today. So God help me. So if that's the case, then I'd be like, okay, is there washing on? Can you do the washing? Can you just clean up the kitchen and chunk it down? Like you want to make sure that you think about things in the smallest possible way, because then you can feel that sense of accomplishment. Mm. Like usually we say that a task isn't complete until it's completely complete. So the dishes aren't done until you've washed the dishes, dried the dishes and put them away. The Mm. washing's not done until you've washed them, hung it out, brought it back in and put it away. (laughs) But in your season of life, then- Set the bar lower. You set the bar lower. Like absolutely go have, I wash the dishes. Yes. Who cares if they sit on the drying rack for five days? At least I've washed the dishes. (laughs) Have I put a load on and put it out? You know, yes, cool. How amazing am I? If they hang out on the line for two weeks, then that's fine. It's fine. (laughs) That's my constant. (laughs) Yeah. And that's where there's so much going on with your season of life. Like you've got all this good intention of like, awesome, he's going to sleep for an hour and a half or two hours. I can get so much done. And then he wakes up after 20 minutes. Yeah. So it's snatching those times. Before I go for a walk, I'm just going to pull those clothes off the line, chuck them inside, go for the walk. And like, so habit stacking can really help with that. What's habit stacking? Oh, okay. (laughs) Great. 
Give me all your vocab. I want to learn everything. (laughs) Habit stacking is when you um, marry two things up together. So So that would be like, you know, remembering to take the pill before you brush your teeth or when you're putting the kettle on while you're waiting for the kettle to boil, quickly do the dishes that are in the sink then. Um, so it's like marrying two things that you want to get done together so that yeah, you're always, strong. yeah, and Love you're it. remembering it. Like, you know, when you're meant to remember to do your pelvic floor exercises when you stop at a red light? Yeah, <laughs> never did that. <laughs> I had my child 13 and a half years ago and I still don't. I know. <laughs> so I listened to your podcast about that and I was like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> it's so true though um and it's so like I love that because instantly you're being twice as effective right twice as efficient yeah so I mean we all want to just scroll on our phones while we're waiting for the kettle to boil and that's totally fine however if you're feeling frustrated and you're like how can I grab some snatches of time mm. then you got to wait for the kettle to boil anyway so instead of scrolling insta how about you just do the dishes because it's the thinking about your future self and going my future self is gonna thank me so much for doing these dishes instead of my future self going why did you watch that stupid reel yeah instead of just doing the dishes yes yes it's so true and I'm a big to-do lister that always ends up getting out of control. Like if you look at my to-do list, I find that I'll end up writing it on different pages and then it would just get super long and it, then I'll start like categorizing it. I don't know, like it gets really untamed. And I was wondering if you have any advice for efficiently doing a to-do list. Do you think they're a good idea? Do you have any better ways of doing things? I definitely think that to-do lists can be really helpful just to stop you constantly doing a list in your head and constant, like it's great to get it out and also great. Like, you know, our brains are so fascinating. It's great (laughs) to write it down because then even when you're out of the shops and you're like, crap, I forgot to bring my list. You can kind of picture what you wrote and kind of remember it in that way. So I do think that to-do lists are good. I think that the challenge is to, (laughs) and maybe you do this too. You're like, oh, I forgot to write the washing on my list, but I've already done the washing, so let me write it on my list and then cross it off so at least I feel somewhat accomplished today. I do do that. Hey, you take small wins, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you really want to get it onto a piece of paper, but maybe what you could do when you've got everything down on your to-do list is – actually sit and just pick three things off that list that you actually need to get done today. So dinner needs to be cooked, the washing needs to be brought in and the dishes need to be done or the floor needs to be washed Yeah. so that you're then, because that's what I do. Like I look at my list and I'm just all like, okay, what's some three things that I can do on that? Like what, what is the priority? And it can change all throughout the day. Like you could think that the priority was actually, you know, washing the floor, but then Charlie threw up and actually <laughs> it's more important to get the washing on. It's funny than- you say that. He projectile vomited all through our bed last night. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's probably more right. important to get those yeah, sheets exactly. in the wash. Right. Than- so be flexible as you go through the day, but sometimes choosing those, those most important priorities that will make you feel a bit more sane. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I saw that you also have, when it comes to preparing food and doing dinners, there are some fun little hacks to make that more time efficient. Well, obviously Charlie's too young to outsource the cooking to him, but not (laughs) so much for me. I know. What is he thinking? (laughs) You guys are slack parents for not training your eight month old or six. What are we doing wrong, man? (laughs) That's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) Um, But the 13 year old in my house and the 11 year old in my house can definitely cook. Uh, I really like meal planning and my husband does too. And we make it really flexible. So it's like, right, here's the list, but we're not tied to Monday. We have to have this. Although we do sit and think about it and we go through the week and go, okay, which kids are going where, which meals would be easier to do on those nights that we're busier. So I like meal planning, but being really flexible in that. So you're like, right, spaghetti's going to happen one night this week. A quiche is going to happen one night this week. Yeah. And then just being able to go, all right, what do we all feel like tonight? I like that. Another thing to do, like particularly at your stage. Yeah. <laughs> is planning and then like cutting up veggies. Like then that's what you could have at stack as well. Like, okay, when Charlie goes down for his morning nap, I'm going to cut up all the veggies for dinner tonight so that I'm not trying to do it in those witching hours. Yes. Because or vodka hours, 100%. as I used to call it, like, because that's that future self. Like, what is my future self going to thank me for? And I think that it's so huge to be having these conversations with other people in your house and your partner and like going, okay, how's life going to be easiest for us tonight? Yeah. And across the board with everything, like, hey, I want to get into you know, some really good routines, like what could happen? How do we share the load in the house? And, you know, we're in 2023, not 1980. (laughs) So how are we going to share the load? I love that. I know that you do talk a lot about reclaiming your evenings and yes, it'll look different for each season that we're in, but what advice would you give around that for people that feel like, coming home from work, you still don't get a break, right? Particularly if there are kids or things going on at home. What advice would you give there? 
outsource as much as you possibly can. <laughs> like get like meal boxes so that you don't even have to think, you don't even have to plan. Somebody's already done the planning for you. Uh, get a cleaner if you can afford it so that that's something that you don't even have to do. This is the habit that I've had to train myself in the most is that future self will thank me and that actually things don't take me as long as I think they're going to take me. So like, I'll look at the dishes, like even this morning, I came home, dropped the kids off at school and I was like, I don't want to do the dishes. And I didn't have to, nobody's here telling me to do them. Nobody cares. Future self will thank you though. But future self will thank me. And it literally while I was waiting for the kettle to boil, it literally took me five minutes. And so those things that can set you up for the future, like Mm. when you wake up in the morning and you don't have to come out to last night's dinners, dishes, just. No, you're right though. It's, um, I saw the other day, even just setting yourself up for the next day that can be done the night before as well. You know, putting your down your, exercise clothes on the ground and setting that out. Simple things that when you wake up in the morning, life will be easier. Yeah. And like, I really did train myself to like, okay, I'm not going to switch on the TV until I've done the dishes. Like I, you know, I can catch up on the first five minutes of maths or whatever. Like (laughs) dishes have such an impact on us. Like it's so (laughs) funny. Is it like you just, you instantly associate with how much your shit is together with the status of the dishes. Like you're just talking about that. I'm like, yes, girl, yes, girl, get the dishes done. And then it's like, you can actually get shit achieved. Yeah. And I think that, that it does build momentum. And one thing that I say to people all the time is like, Maybe if you think the dishes is going to take you half an hour, then just time yourself to see mm. how long it will take you to do a full load of dishes. Like also get a dishwasher. I don't, we don't <laughs> have a dishwasher. We okay, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I bet you she's going to say, because she yeah. lives on a farm. Yeah. We can't do that. <laughs> but okay, my challenge to you, my friend, is yes. to time yourself tonight with how long it actually takes to do the dishes because I guarantee it's probably less Lovely. than you think it is. Yes. You, but then there's the, the opposite is true too. Sometimes we're like, oh, I can get this done in the 20 minutes that Charlie's going to sleep today. And then you're like, mm, no, I no, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Only got halfway through that task. When it comes to decluttering, I feel like there was a real um, – trend obviously with Marie Kondo and you know anything that sparks joy and it's funny how she backtracked recently did you I I laughed she's got two or three kids and she's like okay this isn't realistic which I always laughed at at the time because I was all like this is not you are clearly single like you (laughs) I can spot single you know like unchild people yes a mile So do you still think that obviously has relevance for people who are in a different season, but obviously you've got to be realistic when it comes to to people with kids because you just can't, you cannot declutter a home that well. (laughs) Well, her approach is so, so very different from my approach. Her approach was always get everything out, deal with everything all in one go and as I've said, I'm like, chunk it down, do small, easy tasks. So again, boiling the kettle, go through your teaspoons Mm. and just see if you need all 1800 teaspoons. (laughs) Probably not. 
<laughs> yeah. I um, am releasing an episode actually yeah. that I recorded with a friend of mine who is doing this. Uh, she started with a 21 day challenge that she just created herself. Like she just went, right, I'm just going to declutter my house. I'm not going to write a list. <laughs> I'm just going to do whatever takes my fancy that day. And I'm not going to give myself a time limit. If it takes me three hours, then it takes me three hours. But most of the time it's taken her like 10, 15, 30 minutes. Really? Yeah, because she's really chunked it down. Like she's literally gone, I'm only going to do a drawer. I'm only going to do a shelf. I'm only going to do a small portion of something. And that's where I think it's so much more achievable when you make it to be really small spaces instead of going, right, I'm frustrated. This room is really irritating me. We're going to yeah. the spare room. Exactly. Like, so many like fractions yeah. inside of said room. Yeah. I know where to start. Yeah, like just go, hey, I'm going into the spare room and there's all this crap on the bed. I'm just going to do a quarter of the bed today and I'm going to pat myself on the back and I'm going to encourage myself that I've got that done. And even if you don't even get a quarter done, like you're still amazing. You're, you're amazing regardless. <laughs> How is that celebration when you do achieve something? I think that it is important and I think that it is really important to – know that regardless of if you get to any cleaning, any decluttering, any organizing, anything, you are an incredible human being. I just think that people need to know just how incredible and amazing they are and start from that place rather than heaping shame on themselves for like, oh my gosh, I was meant to get to this, this and this today. I was meant to get to even those three things. I didn't even get to any of those three things. Because you just constantly feel like a failure, don't you? Yeah. If if, if you're success is dictated by achieving that to-do list and you literally can't get to it, right? You just constantly yeah. feel like you're not hitting the mark. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, no. Everything's people, a bonus, do you think? Is it cool? Everything like is a bonus. Everything. Mm-hmm. What are your What are your current trends or things that you're really working on at the moment? As a declutter coach, what's coming through a lot? We are working a lot with neurodiverse people at the moment. Wow. Because neurodiversity presents so much challenges to decluttering. Lots of people with neurodiversion have not the same sense of time as non-neurodiverse. And so time can escape them. It can take us five minutes to make a cup of tea and you could get the dishes done or look at the cutlery drawer in that time. A cup of tea can take some people a half an hour to make. And so time is really challenging to some people and having those habits and routines and systems in place can be really challenging as well. And so we're finding more and more women are being diagnosed with ADHD mm. and ADHD is one of the neurodiversions that really impacts people's ability to declutter and to stay organized. That's so interesting. I, I'm sure there's probably a lot of people listening to this right now going, oh my gosh, is that me? Because there are so many more women who are getting diagnosed with ADHD. I feel like I've had so many conversations lately and it does make you go, oh my gosh, is that why, is that why things have been a lot more challenging yeah. over the years. So it is interesting. We've got a great episode on, we interviewed a psychologist 
um, around ADHD and how that impacts. It's awesome. It's so many, so many people have gone on to go and get <laughs> diagnosed after listening to this episode because they've gone, whoa, that's me. She's describing me. What about people with OCD? How do you find they are affected? Uh, it depends on the way that your OCD presents. Because people instantly think OCD, oh, they're really tidy, they're really, you know, anal and they have to get things done immaculately. Whereas I have always been OCD. Like I, I did see a psychologist when I was um, a teenager and while I haven't had the fi- official diagnosis, I'm – sure that I absolutely am and I have always had to do habits which stem from protecting my family so sometimes I'll have to touch a corner a certain amount of times or I can't do something until it feels right so I absolutely associate with that taking so long and yeah so if I said to you go and just like hang out the clothes you're like yeah I, I can't do that I have yeah. to do these things before I can hang out the clothes so it's not a five minute job for me Kirsty. And when I saw a therapist uh, a couple of years ago, it was talking about, okay, well, you'd almost give yourself a time limit for some of these these actions. It's like, okay, well, you get five minutes to do that. You get five minutes to touch the door handle and then after that, you know. Anyway, we're going down a massive hole here. But, but yeah, that's really interesting because I can imagine you'd be dealing with such different ends of the spectrum. In Australia with the introduction of the NDIS, our National Disability Insurance Scheme, that has opened up a whole opportunity for lots of people to be accessing our work. I mean, at Curious Freedom, we work a lot more with private clients, but we do work with some people through the NDIS. And um, that has been, like, that's opened up my world to neurodiversity and to other psychosocial issues that are inhibiting people to stay organized in their homes. So it's been it's been fascinating. Have you found since the last, because when did you start doing this? So I've been doing this for 10 years now. Yeah, right. And have you found since COVID there's been particularly a focus on organisation and people working from home and differentiating that, that work leisure play life? Interesting question. And the reason it's interesting is because before COVID we had like Marie Kondo and like in in Australia we've got um, Space Invaders TV show. And so we've had these waves of the zeitgeist getting into decluttering. And so I think COVID made it really confronting for people because you couldn't get out of your house. Everything was happening in the house, whereas people react to clutter in so many different ways. So you can react to clutter by like, oh, my gosh, can't handle it. It needs to be gone. Some people can react to it of like, I am feeling overwhelmed by my house and I don't have the skills. I've never been taught. My mum either did it all for me and so I never learned how to do it or this is how I grew up and so I don't know how any different. I know I'm feeling frustrated, so why don't I go out instead? Why don't I mm, spend my whole weekend mm-hmm. out of the house? And so you've got this whole spectrum of people and then COVID hits and we're all stuck in our houses. And so there was, I don't know people what it was like. People can't People can't just avoid it, yeah. Away from it, yeah. 
But I remember coming out of COVID and I, you know, was able to go back into people's homes and I couldn't take any of the donations that we had taken from people's homes to the charity shops because so many people had decluttered that the charity shops weren't taking anything here because they were overwhelmed by people decluttering. So I think we're living in a really new world in that at least before COVID, a lot of people had the opportunity to have a real delineation between work and home life. Mm. And now it's so much more enmeshed. Yes, it's so true. And it's finding, I guess, systems to strongly differentiate the two because if they merge together, it's not healthy. It can't be good for you, right? I know. This is. I think this is going to be really fascinating to watch the next couple of years because mm. women stereotypically have always taken on more of the burden of the housework, but now many men are home in the house more often too. And so it's fascinating to me because there's so much coming together as well. It is fascinating that in your role, you'll be seeing that firsthand. Mm, It is. (laughs) For anyone listening who just has been putting off getting this shit together, (laughs) what would be your biggest piece of advice? I would recommend just starting And starting small and see your reactions to those small things and try and make them a little bit more visible than like say the cutlery drawer (laughs) so that you can look around and see the difference that it's having for you and start with your own stuff first. Always start with your stuff um, Mm. because that is how you can build up that decluttering muscle and how you can also be a model for other people around you. Always goes much better when you can do things that you have complete control over. So doing your clothes, you know, if you are the main cook in the house, doing the kitchen, doing the bathrooms, doing laundry, your bedside table, your sock drawer. And if all of that is too hard, there are lots of professional organizers in New Zealand and around the world. You know, I'm like a personal trainer. (laughs) I come in and I don't do the work for you. I do the work alongside you and we come in and I help you to make the decisions that are right for you and help set up systems and routines and like, Mm. okay, you've got a six month old, right? What systems and routines can you put in place that are actually going to facilitate joyful living in your home rather than you feeling shame and guilt you've got enough mother guilt going on probably i hope you don't i hope you're not even getting sucked into that void i think that just automatically kicks in i know but it shouldn't like it's so ridiculous yeah just quickly before we wrap up because technology is prevalent in all of our lives and that has such a massive impact on us is that a focus that you take on with decluttering technology yeah and and organizing that little hacks yeah tonight instead of just scrolling instagram what about if you scrolled instagram and unfollowed anybody who isn't bringing you joy when you look at them i love that unfollow go through your contact list and just delete anybody that you haven't spoken to or don't think that you'll ever speak to again. Then (laughs) what if they message you the next day and then you're like, new phone, who does? 
<laughs> that's exactly what you do. <laughs> yeah. Go through your photos. I don't know. I've got like yeah. 20,000 oh. photos on my phone. So oh, so do I. Like go, okay, I'm going to get rid of 100 photos before I scroll Insta. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's achievable. Yeah. Okay. Or 20 photos. Like Could just make it, it <laughs> do it even smaller. Like gamify it and make it as small as possible so that you're actually going to achieve it. Well, Kirsty, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, if anyone wants to track you down and do some work alongside you, can you do it virtually? Yes. Not in Sydney? Yes. Oh, yes. amazing. We've got, we can absolutely do virtual sessions um, and we – also offer in-person sessions in Melbourne, Gippsland, Sydney and Newcastle. And yeah, you can find me at curiousfreedom.com.au or on socials as Curious Freedom. Amazing. Oh, well, thank you so much for the chat and we'll keep in touch. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I thought I was going to walk away from that chat feeling like I've got so much to do and like really depressed on just how shite I am and disorganised but actually it was the opposite and it's about lowering your standards and being okay with the season you're in and accepting that sometimes just getting through is enough but also working out what are your priorities and what is your future self going to thank you for Um, they were the major takeaways that I got from the episode I'd love to know what you took from that episode and if you want to see more from Kirsty, I have chucked a link in the episode description um, wherever you listen to your podcast whether it be Spotify, Apple, you name it. That's all I can think of right now. Um, Hope you have a good one, and I'll be back with a brand new episode in a week's time. Say bye, Charlie. Bye. Bye. Hi. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.